0: the
1: Yikes!
0: Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Wait, here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like they say, you in trouble, y'all.
1: Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop the one hand. Pat we trust, inspire, have the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up.
2: Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network.
3: All right, welcome in to you. Floor is yours, an extension of five on the floor here on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. I want to thank our sponsors today. Before we get to our panel, also our producer, Alejandro Viegas who just disappeared. <laughs> our sponsors uh, will tell you about one of them to start, prizepicks.com. Use that code 5FIVE. F-I-V-E. There's still plenty to do on there. I know there's no NBA games. You can still use that code for lots of stuff, whether you're MMA, MLB, etc. But also, also, they got the NFL props already up there. So check those out. Over at Prize Picks, use the code five get your hundred percent match on your deposit. Again, it's PrizePicks.com. You can also download it off the Google Play Store or the App Store. So go again, go to Prize Picks, get that downloaded. If you need to know how to play, we do shows here all the time on the channel as well. And again, you can play two, three, four, five players together. You can mix players from different sports, different teams. So check out Prize Picks. Make sure you're using that code five. All right, here's the panel today. No Greg Sylvander today. You can catch his work on our off the floor feed. He's been posting uh some some little nuggets here from time to time i saw he had a bunch of new subscribers today so actually i got to check out to see what he posted uh we do post that uh frequently on our twitter handle so five reason sports so you can check that out that's just three dollars and five cents a month but you get a seven day trial so give it a shot this week and see where you want to go with it it's a lot of stuff from me alex and brady as well all right our panel today brady hawk you can follow him at brady hawk 305 we've got our guy timothy bain you can follow him at Timmy with a whole bunch of A's and we've got Alex Lito. You can follow him at tropical blanket. So we are two days away from the NBA draft that he'd have a pick. We just did an episode on this on five on the floor on some potential picks for them. I think we're kind of split all of us sort of on whether or not they're actually going to use this pick for themselves, whether it's going to be used for something else, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw out uh, a few different topics here that I think we can kind of dive into. Um, obviously, the PJ Tucker situation was addressed last night on the podcast, him opting out. Caleb Martin also has gotten a qualifying offer, but he could become a free agent. I'm going to throw this to, to, let's see. Let's start here with uh, with Brady on this one. It's not necessarily mutually exclusive. Oh, hello, our, our posters are back. Jose Madis with an F Boston. We like that. Uh, yeah, and also Super Chat. You post the Super Chats. So we'll make sure we get to them. But Brady, let me go to you on this. If you can only keep one, and money is a bit of a factor because you're talking luxury tax and it starts to get expensive once you get to get in there. There are different mechanisms to keep guys, obviously. Who do you think is more important to this team going forward? PJ Tucker or Caleb Martin?
4: Oh, it's PJ Tucker. I I think uh, I think there's ways you could say it because of the money, because I think there's teams, contending teams that they've thrown out there that could throw the bag at him. Like he he did opt out, and we all knew that was coming, and it was kind of because you're kind of getting a uh, raise with your own team if they wanted to and give them maybe extra uh, an extra year, or extra money, or whatever it is. But other teams could throw more money at him. Like it just is what it is. Uh, but if you're saying anything at all, like it, it is PJ Tucker. I just think you learn this season of how valuable he can be. I think there's upside with Caleb. I think it makes sense at the right price. I think they probably do end up getting him back as well. Uh, but you could see, even when they just threw that out there, like about the Tucker opting out, every team out there or team's fan bases were screaming to get PJ Tucker because he could just plug you in. He could defend your best player and he could do things. And if you look at this postseason, we had a lot of podcasts talking down on certain players, kind of not playing up to their, their certain level. It was Jimmy and it was PJ Tucker that basically kept their same level. Uh, and I guess Gabe Vincent, you could throw in there as well, but PJ Tucker was the one guy in that grouping that just played to his standard. And that was with playing a bunch of games in the regular season. Uh, when guys like Bam went down, he stepped up and played a different role uh, and ultimately, the day he opts out, he's like in a Tim Hardaway jersey at the Heat Arena. Like everything that goes with it, it just feels like he's going to be back. And I I do think he's probably more important, I guess, moving forward.
3: Is that part of a timeline thing, though, Timmy? Because I, I think in most cases, you would look at a guy who you just got a lot out of, right? Like, uh, I mean, you kind of unlocked him to a certain degree. He adds athleticism to the team. You don't have a lot of that on the roster. It's pretty much Bam and nobody else. I mean, it's not a very athletic team. We've discussed that. Uh, he's one of the few above-the-rim guys that they've got. He defends multiple positions. Um, the three-pointer was coming along. It kind of hit a little bit of a wall in the playoffs at times, but it was coming along. Uh, he seems to be a good team guy. He fits the Heat culture, and he's younger. I, I, again, I, I'm not making the case for him over PJ, but is it really timeline that we're talking about here? Is is that because Jimmy has a window? If we have to
0: choose, I guess I would have to say Tucker over because of the win now. Jimmy Bill type of stuff. But I still think, I hope that we could keep well too. But if if it came down to that, yes, Caleb is younger, fresher legs, you know, has more room to grow. But Tucker just, he's just solid. Like you know he's gonna, gonna get. Um it's still absurd. He shot 47% from the from the corner. I mm-hmm. just so I, I just think you have to, you know, if if Jimmy, if, if Riley wants to get one more ring before he retires in the extra three to five years, or at least with this Jimmy Bill, this this build with Jimmy is a top ten player then you you can't wait on what Caleb maybe can do you need to know what Tucker can give you especially from that four position next to Bob
3: Alex I'll ask this question that was just asked on this on the chat here um what is an ideal deal for PJ because he opted out for a reason we don't really think he wants to leave right so like I mean you're basically so, yeah, sending things. him another year at the same number would you go higher
1: well, the thing is, uh, I think the years is going to be what's up in the air. Like, would you be surprised if the Heat just catered to him and gave him the full three years just to make sure that he retires on the Heat and that that's not an issue that they keep that guy here for you know wh- whatever the the iteration of the team looks like? I don't know, right? Like, maybe it is just a one-year deal, but uh, it seems to me that he's eligible for around uh, three years, twenty-six mil. Shout out Brian Goins, uh, just off of the percent increase. Uh, that he's eligible for next season so i think that's best case scenario uh if you know if that is what he wants for three years give him that and it's better than having to give him the full mid-level which would take you uh, out of being able to use it for other things which they're probably going to try to split it among maybe caleb a guy like that or um another free agent but it keeps them more flexible that way so and and i said on the pod last night if if excuse me, if he wanted the full mid-level, I would give it to him. So I'm definitely good with him taking less than that.
3: Let me ask this question. If he is a starter next season, Brady, is that a problem? Do they need to get a four to kind of at least massage his minutes throughout the season? If if PJ is the starting four, have they failed this offseason to upgrade the roster at that position?
4: I wouldn't say they failed it because there's a lot of scenarios where he's the starting four and you have a, a Bradley Beal or a Donovan Mitchell at the two because you use their your uh, salary and Duncan Robinson and your your assets to kind of get that star player uh, and you kind of just stayed with PJ and re-signed. So I don't think it would be a failure in that sense. But if you're saying in terms of keeping things the same and kind of changing things around the margins, I think it probably is. Like you need PJ Tucker insurance to some capacity. Like we said stuff about, Uh, you know, Marquise Morris could be that Caleb was that at times, but now it's that you want to preserve a lot of these guys, like a guy that's 37, you want to preserve him to be the same as he was in this past postseason. Like if you put him through another regular season next to bam in the starting lineup, I don't know if we get the same success that he had in the, in the playoffs. Uh, and I think there's still the element of, yes, he's still going to be great defensively and you're going to be using him probably closing games. A lot of these games, but I still come back to the fact that I think an above the break shooter just does wonders to your two best players. Like their two best players are Jimmy Butler, who is primarily an attacker that gets to the rim off pick and rolls that needs a pick and pop threat. Like that would kind mm-hmm. of excel him as an offensive threat. And then there's Bam Adebayo who's a roller who has a guy that they made it work, but there's times where PJ's in the dunker spot in the corner where they're helping off and they crowd him as well. Like it just makes a lot of sense. I think offensively to get somebody that can shoot above the break, probably be a little bit more athletic uh, but the ideal fit is somebody that can still switch, like not somebody that's going to be played off the floor at the five that you're saying uh, PJ is going to be playing the same amount of minutes or more minutes because that guy is getting towards defensively and dropped. like that was the Christian Wood factor, I guess, before he got traded to Dallas. But uh, that's kind of where I come down with it. I think it, I wouldn't say it's a failure, but I think they really do need that piece just to maximize this team.
3: And we did a whole episode the other day about Bam being a four or five and I think we all kind of came to the same conclusion on on that one that it wouldn't hurt to get another big body in there but not it's not necessarily a position thing with Bam Mobamba. Uh, what's that? Oh. Okay, Mobamba. well let's okay okay well you know what? Let me go to you on that because that's one of the guys I wanted to talk about today because there's been a lot of noise about Mobamba for a while now and and I guess here's where I come down to this. Obviously there was, there was talent there. I mean, there was talent. He was, you know, prior to him getting drafted. I mean, there was, I mean, there was a lot of buzz about him for sure. Um, He's had moments there. I mean, he was blocked at first by Vucevic, but then he really wasn't. But the consistency level, I mean, is, is this, is this just a sort of bet on the heat to develop a guy thing? Like get him to a better environment.
0: I think it's that, but he had a pretty, you know, and remember now in the bubble, he had, he never recovered from COVID. So that was basically a wasted year. But he had a pretty good stretch of games last year when he was hitting the three blocking shots. And we've always said the perfect person next to Bam, someone who can run the floor, maybe spot up in the wing, spot up on top of the key and play defense. But, but jokes aside, I think my, my, for me, Bobamba Bamba is if we don't get the whale, if we don't get like the the John Collins or the Jeremy Grant, like someone who could play maybe with Bam and behind Bam. So that's like a, Option like five or six, but realistically, like I said, because the magic, you never know what the magic are going to do. But they're going to probably draft Jabari Smith, um, and the next talk is they're going to be taken on a bad contracts. So I just don't see where he stays. There was talks of going to New York, but they already have Mitchell Robertson and they may draft another center. So um, you no, he doesn't have to move too far. But that's definitely my um, if if no one, if everyone else is gone, if you can't upgrade, if you can't get away this summer, if you can't get Grant Collins. I, would, I think Mobile might be a, a steady uh, you know increase for this team.
3: I mean, Alice, when you look at, uh, again, his game, we, we talk about kind of interchangeable pieces where you can play Bam at the four times, you can play Bam at the five sometimes. I, I feel it is worth uh, a look. I will, I will sort of caution on this, though. The Heat, for all of their development, have not really, over the years, been able to kind of get the big who's been a disappointment somewhere else to flourish now some of it was injury related obviously greg odin was one eddie curry experiment there have been experiments over the years so i, I you know again Bob is younger uh he doesn't come with sort of that in- injury baggage at least not recently so i feel like there's something there but what do you feel about that
1: one the thing is that is the type of guy who i think could fit that archetype right like the stretch big that people want not playing next to bam i think uh theoretically he fits it it's a thing i think you could try out for stretches right it's like um you know something you could uh experiment with during experiment with during the season see if that's something that's a viable option i i, I like the idea like i think that's kind of an upgrade from Deadman. you know no slander to him like i said last night on the show uh, i just think you get a guy who's 24 who was a a top pick a few years ago uh at that price or uh, I don't even, we haven't really talked about a specific price, but last night me and Lake were talking about uh, potentially getting him. Uh, he said he wanted to get him for around six mil, which is their, I believe they the the taxpayer mid-level exception mm-hmm. So to kind of allocate that, that amount for him. And I think that would make a lot of sense, even though he's making 10 mil right now in the rookie scale deal. I don't know how many teams would give him a lot more or something similar to that. So uh, if he were be able, would be able to get him at that price, I think that's an awesome, like, bang for your buck type of move. And again, not to talk about players like assets, but we're in free agency season, we're in transactions season. And I think that would be a good uh, scenario for Bamba as well. W- whether it's playing with or without Bam, I think he would be a pretty good fit there. And he's somebody who I think, you know, maybe his minutes get cut a little bit in the playoffs, but he can still be that kind of like that 10th guy, I think, ninth guy maybe.
3: Let, let's uh, we're going to get I want to get into the Kyrie discussion here in a second because I'm seeing a lot of this on the chats. And uh, I, I didn't get in on it yesterday because our, our Internet, Brady and I, our Internet was down in Fort Lauderdale. Thank you, Xfinity. So uh, so I know Greg and, and and Alex handled it, but I want to get to it uh, here a little bit uh, before I do. Once I've another sponsor, betteredge.com, that's B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E dot com backslash five reasons. This is our new betting partner here at five reasons. You get $20 when you play it's peer to peer betting. The cool thing about it is first thing it's legal, It's legal in the state of Florida. So it's not offshore. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. We all know what's going on with hard rock and everything else. Uh, But you can also find the line that you want. So check it out. It's better edge B E T T. There it is. Thank you. Alejandro BetterEdge.com backslash five reasons. You get $20 to play automatically. So like our guy, Sean Rochester has been playing a lot of this. Basically, you go on one side and they got MLB now and other stuff. And again, get geared up for NFL sign up now because this promotion is not going to last forever. Um, But basically, you can find the line that you want. So if you want someone to win by you expect someone to win by a certain number of runs, you'll find something on the other side. And then you can decide uh, not only how much you want to gamble, but how much you want to potentially win. So check it out. That's the referral bonus. That's our page there. Just go to com backslash. Five reasons. And our guy Alex Dono, who's coming back later this week with his daily show, he's gonna be doing that too. What is that with Alex? What's the picture that's just showed up there? It's just frozen. All right, let's, all right, let's let us let let's get to the next one here. Um, I, I want to have the Kyrie conversation here. Okay. I was gonna go to Alex on this first, but he's frozen in time, so we won't be able to do that. Let let's just do I Brady's been doing these articles on the site. Look at that. Brady's been doing these articles on the site. Uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Bradley Beal, and Fitz. Okay. Uh, let's just talk about ba- Kyrie as a basketball player. Okay. Because the other stuff, whether the Heat could deal with that, whether an organization that required everybody to get vaccinated and boosted. I can tell you that Pat, after dealing with LeBron and Shaq, didn't really want to deal with Kawhi because he would heard that his sort of group was even harder to deal with with them. I mean, they they made a pitch, but it was definitely a concern. Kyrie is like Kawhi, you know, in terms of distraction on like steroids. I mean, Kawhi, Kawhi doesn't create any problems other than, you know, sometimes when he doesn't rehab or doesn't want to rehab the way the team wants him to. Let, let me ask you, Brady, from a basketball perspective.
2: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.
4: It's funny because to say for quickly before the basketball thing, like if if the Heat organization thinks they can handle it, like then I feel like everybody would buy in like the fan base in general. But as a basketball player, like it's clear that he fits like if we're talking about somebody. I know that video was going around where like Jimmy said the ideal player he'd want to play with back like when he was with Chicago and he said Kyrie because he loves him as a basketball player. Uh, That's the type of guy that takes a lot of pressure. Uh, off a player like Jimmy, like the see Beal right there in the comments or Donovan Mitchell's or Kyrie, these type of scores that can just handle the ball. Uh, the reason I want to say, I not to say Kyrie over or make the Kyrie versus Beal conversation, but the, the fact that Beal can move off the ball a little bit more is more intriguing, I feel like from a basketball perspective, just the way uh, that Spo runs things or the team runs things. But if you can have a point guard that's just out there that can just score at will, like we saw in that Nets game against... Uh, The Heat back, I don't even remember when it was, just early, midway through the season. Like, that's ideal for Jimmy Butler. Like, if you're trying to find a way to maximize his play offensively. Uh, But it's just weird. It's, like, weird because we talk about so many of these players, like, in the Heat system. And then when you talk about Kyrie, it's just, like, it's just different. Like, it's just a different perspective as a basketball player because we're talking about so many of these twos uh, and just so many of these different players. But a guy that can pound the ball and make plays off the dribble in isolation uh, get to the rim like I don't think it's crazy to say that that spoke and kind of change him around and make him a high level player on this team but it's just kind of that's one tiny percentage I guess of Kyrie Irving's the basketball stuff
3: Alex your thoughts no actually let's go to Timmy uh, <laughs> 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 we've been off for a while but I, I mean does he realize he's frozen I'm not really sure what
1: do you mean you can't you can't see me right now no it's frozen we see the house we just see the just- house. That's that's a- a- I took a- that off like so quickly. Oh my god! Yeah. I should have just never messed around with it.
3: <laughs> this has been like the last eight minutes, basically. Anyway, Timmy, let's go to you. Let's go on the other stuff. Let's go on the other stuff. We we, we know that this is not an organization that's typically afraid of anybody, right? Mm-hmm. But but this but this guy Kyrie is a is a different beast. Like like what
0: was the quote we just think a different animal? Like uh, not a- not a good way for Kyrie. Like I do not think you have a guy who who missed three weeks, which just so happens to coincide with his father's and his sister's birthday to just take away some time. He didn't want players to go to the bubble. He said he was going to march with workers to not get vaccinated, but didn't really say it ever again. Like like Kyrie and Touquet, like I love Kyrie and Touquet. Like I, I love his game. Like they call him like, um, you know, Indian AI. Like he's great. He's beautiful to watch, but no. I do not, especially when you have a team where Spo and Jimmy went out on the team. Like I don't think you need Kyrie Irving on this team. I just don't. I just don't think it's worth the extra. You know, the man left LeBron because what was his excuse? Like because LeBron's personal trainer was hired. He was like it was just you left arguably the greatest player of all time because he wanted to. He wanted the 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 media to ask ask you what you like. So imagine Ethan. He wants you to ask him about this. The, the, the temperature in the room and he gets upset at you and misses three to five games. Like that's what you are dealing with here with a Kyrie Irving.
3: Well, I've, 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 always told this story when I first got to Cleveland, uh, not something I like to remember, but when I was covering LeBron for Bleacher Report in 2014, the first thing I was told about Kyrie Irving was nobody in the locker room had his phone number that, and, and that basically they were all Dion fans and not Kyrie. And if you know with what the heat dealt with, with Dion, uh, that'll tell you just about everything. Uh, but Alex, I'll, I'll go to you. Uh, let's just say pure basketball. But let's just do the pure basketball thing. Let's—we're not going to do the transaction thing or anything else for this Heat team. You can have Beal, Mitchell, Levine, or Kyrie Irving oh, for the man. next three years. Which one do you
1: want? Ooh, wow, you're really giving me the pick of the litter here, huh? Uh, tough questions right out the bat. Uh, my quick reaction—I'm going to have to go. I think I'm going to stick with my answer from before. I'm going to stick with Levine. I think he's kind of like the, the in-between between uh, Beal and Mitchell in the sense that like he's taller, more athletic than them, uh, you know, is in between them in age. So you're kind of getting like a win now player, somebody who is a three-level scorer can do it on or off ball, like Brady was talking about with Beal. I, I think Levine has gotten a, a lot better at that stuff over the years, uh, become more responsible playmaker. Not that, you know, he's an elite level playmaker or anything, but just for his position, you know, uh, it's... Those are the types of steps that I think you're gonna to want to see from here over the years. I think Levine will be awesome to just give that bounce of athleticism uh, you know, immediately to the team. I, I think he will be an awesome acquisition. But really, I only think Beal is gonna be the one that has a chance of shaking loose this offseason, if I'm being honest. That's kind of where my expectations are right now.
3: I want to talk about one more sponsor and then I'm gonna throw. The real question is, you guys, uh, all pro construction builders. Alejandro's called it up. Make sure you check them out. Hurricane season is coming. You got to be prepared for it. They specialize in the impact windows and doors for residential and commercial properties. State certified license and insured general contractor. Just reach out to Danny. He'll tell you all about it. Okay. He's a big heat fan. 305-484-4429. That's 305-484-4429. And you can see him there on Instagram. You get a free estimate no matter what. But if you mention five reasons, you get 10% off your entire order. So reach out to Danny. It says that they service Miami Dade and Monroe, but they also service Broward. Okay. So check that out if you're in Broward County as well. Just find out how much the impact windows and doors are. It's going to save you money in the long run and your house might not blow away, which is a positive. We know here in South Florida, we're just like we haven't had one of the big hurricanes in a long time. We're due. So check out all pro construction builders. He's got a lot of clients right now, he told me, but he definitely can squeeze in one of our customers. So mention again five reasons and get your 10% discount let me throw this guys this at you if lebron james this offseason i'm just going to go straight to it if lebron james this offseason said this thing's not we can't trade russ none of these phantom trades that are occurring on on twitter are actually going to happen yes i like the new coach because he played a role in darvin ham's hiring but i don't think i can win here if if he said that, because I, I know that the relationship has been significantly repaired. Can I report that? Like, it has been significant. I know people have sensed it, but I've actually reported it recently. The relationship. Well, where is Alex? Okay, here, here's the thing. I know the relationship has been significantly repaired. I'll go to you first on this, Timmy. If LeBron James wanted to force his way to Miami, what would you say?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. But I would not want to trade Jimmy Obama for LeBron.
3: I mean, what are you trading, Duncan? And everything Pitt? else, everything like, else. Like, I, mean, you, I mean, to get to that salary, pretty much.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. You sign but and trade what? Dedman for the 40 mil. <laughs> They'll even throw in Omer.
3: No, he fans would not throw in Omer. They still want to see Omer next to Bam. I, you know, we would get that, actually, right? Wouldn't we get that? Like, if they traded for LeBron, it's like, well, we just gave up on Omer's potential. This is how he does <laughs> are. I mean, I'm yes. like that sometimes, too, so I'm not – not the only one. All right, so that Timmy you would say are you both in agreement on that if he forces it? Because he, here's what I think may happen. Okay? And I, this is not a report, but this is just a sense that I get. LeBron, you know, cannot his contract could be up after this season. And I wouldn't rule it out. I'm just going to leave it at that. I wouldn't rule it out. I don't think it's going to happen this year, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say that there's no chance that it happens the, the next year. That's just some snooping around that I've done recently and just kind of understanding what the relationship is so i'm just throwing that bomb here in the 27th minute of floors yours but i'm just letting you guys know because i was curious all right some other questions that came in here we'll do these more rapid fire so we'll we'll get to some of these questions uh the question about goran Dragic with the heat this year alex do you see any role point to that anything or again does it matter if lowry's traded and then gabe is starting maybe
1: Well, it definitely matters, and like we talked about in the episode last night on Five on the Floor, I think there's going to be a lot of ways where they will be able to keep Lowry uh, if they were to get into a scenario with one of those aforementioned, uh, you know, All Star level guys, and and that definitely factors into whether Goron would be able to have a role or not, because otherwise, he definitely does not have a role. He's somebody who I think would only be able to play if guys are out, you know, in the regular season or in the, you know, uh, probably not in the playoffs. You definitely do not want to end up in that situation. And end up like the Brooklyn Nets playing him alongside uh, (laughs) other guys that in the playoffs when when you know right that's not going to be the case for the Heat. So I just think like if he wants to come here and be a part of the team and be a part of that that journey back to the to a late playoff run and not have much expectation of of playing much at all, we welcome him back with open arms. Other than that, we cannot promise him a role. Okay.
3: And I, I've got that. I I think, are we all in agreement on this one basically?
4: Yeah, I I think that's the big thing. Like if, if Kyle was to be thrown in a deal for a certain guy and you have Gabe at the one, I don't see a reason not to to go that route because first of all, if people are going to bring up defense, like if you're making the trade for throwing and putting Kyle in a deal, you're also throwing some of your weaker defenders in that deal. Mm -hmm. Like, like that's kind of the, the, the thinking process there that you have a bunch of defenders on the roster You can survive with Goron as a kind of bench scorer, I guess, behind Gabe in that scenario. But uh, I do agree with him. I think the only other way is if he feels like he just wants to be a part of the team, I guess, as a third-string point guard, I feel like he would definitely welcome that. But there's probably still that competitive side of him that probably still thinks he could play, I guess, in this league.
3: All right. A couple more uh, before we go. We appreciate all the comments and questions today. Uh, We are going to be here Thursday. We haven't exactly figured out how because Brady, Alex, and I will actually be at the arena probably to wait all night for them to pick a player that's not actually going to be on the team uh, and then wait for Chet camera, who supposedly is not with the organization anymore to come out afterwards to address us or Pat at about one in the morning, which is always fun because uh, I mean, it's it's almost like he's had 10 glasses of wine. So we're going to have some fun with that on Thursday night. Uh, it, we'll see how late uh, Pat stays up. It'll probably be past our bedtime, but I, I do, I do want to get to to a couple of of, of other things here because I I think that as we look at some of the players that are out there on the market, obviously Nick Batum has been discussed. Jeremy Grant has been discussed. Uh, you know, there are. I saw Jonathan Isaac come in here. I don't know that that's someone they're going to want to get involved with. And you're shaking your head, uh, Timmy. G- give me the one. Each of you, kind of give me the one guy who hasn't been talked about a lot, who would be a good fit as an addition. Because we had PJ on the list last year, but like we were not, you know. There were like twelve bigs or fours that we discussed at that time. Um, it, give me, give me the one guy. I'll start with you, Alex. Like sort of the one guy you'd be like, this guy happens. We'll be like, okay, Alex said that this was a possibility, and this guy made sense.
1: You ready? It's actually it's good that you asked me that today because I had a random idea, and this is nothing that's been reported or a guy that's even been out there recently, but has been moved in the past, and I think is actually somebody I would not mind settling for. Again, this is not like the number one guy i want the heat to trade for in the as an extra front court piece but i remember last summer the pelicans were weren't they in on duncan robinson for a while like they'd like the idea of duncan robinson um i would trade duncan robinson straight up for larry nance jr if other options uh were Mm -hmm. to fall through especially not not that again i don't know if he's available or not but that's a guy who could play the four of the five not exactly a shooter but can hit an open three right He, he he's not a stretch big he's not a shooting big but he can Space the floor for you in a similar to in a similar way to what PJ does, and I think he's a really good defender, solid rebounder. I think played a nice role for the Pelicans. So I'm not sure if he's going to want to if they're going to want to move him now Uh, with Zion coming back. They seem like they're going to want to compete. So um, I don't know because Duncan would probably make a lot of sense to space out the floor a little bit for those guys, specifically with Zion back. They have Jonas at the five there. That's just a random name I threw out. I would definitely be happy with Larry Nance for Duncan.
3: I will say this that uh they have had interest in Duncan before. I, I know that uh Griff again a little volatile there, but he values him. Uh Timmy, you got a guy? I actually have two um
0: to be Jamie's replacement. Jamise, sorry, backup if Caleb has to go. Um Kenny Martin Jr. who requested the trade today. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a good, you know, a cheaper. I saw we did with Caleb, maybe Kenyon Martin Jr. And Torian Prince. And I think I've seen Torian Prince before, but that's always been my, you know, Jimmy Bach Like I always think Torian Prince, and he also could play up to, to a fall off the
4: bench. Brady? Yeah, I'm probably cheating on this answer, but I don't think it's getting talked about maybe to the degree of some other ones. But the Marcus Morris thing, I feel like it's just interesting just because I, I know he made that tweet today about playing with his brother possibly. And his brother will probably be pl- playing somewhere else. Like, so that's something uh, else to monitor. But... I think back, Ethan, even before the season where you were saying that Markeith Morris could potentially start over P.J. Tucker. Like, I Mm -hmm. I think of that about potentially, like, if Markeith Morris was Marcus Morris, then yes. Like, so that's where I kind of come down at it that I think if you're talking about a certain four you're getting, I don't think Marcus Morris is a terrible option. Just talking about a guy that can shoot above the break, uh, is versatile enough to play in small system and not get played off the floor. Uh, and it's just a more solid version, I guess, of Marquise Morris, to put it, I guess, as other people describe it. So uh, I feel like he's just somebody to watch. I don't know how the price would be, I guess. Maybe it's around the same as a lot of the other guys we're discussing, like Grant and these others. But uh, I just feel like that makes sense because uh, there's so much changes for us to make from uh, going from Marquise to markets, I guess, in, in a single offseason. season.
3: I was gonna go with a whole bunch of guys, but I'm just gonna go with Alex's hologram because uh, I, I think that's uh, that's really what they need right now. Uh, some of the ones that came force in ghost. here in the chat, Brogdon. Um, somebody does say Bed, our our favorite poster here, Bed. Who's exactly? be the, the, the
1: finale is tomorrow. Exactly, I'm a force the, ghost.
3: Who 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 with his bootleg HGTV background? <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, somebody, uh, tweets here, uh, or posts here, uh, bro, I'm, uh, if Marcus comes, we're beefing with Denver all over again, as long as we can get, uh, another Andy Ellisberg picture, we'll take it. All right. Thanks everybody it. for following us tonight. We finally got our first super chat at the very end. I would really like the we We did that all last year. Thanks to Brady. Thanks to Timothy. Thanks to Alex, we will be around tomorrow. Probably do a regular podcast, I would think, on Five on the Floor. Um, we have not started our new partnership with FanSided, but that's going to lead to some pretty cool things. And uh, and Thursday we will do something. Some of us will be at the arena. We also and- have spaces,
0: guys. So tune in for some spaces in the evening to get your get your takes out before the draft starts. So me, me, Sean, Marco, uh, Brian, Tony, you have spaces on the bench.
3: That's perfect. All right. So, spaces, check that out. Check out our sponsors, Allport Construction Builders. Prize picks, use that code FIVE, FIVE, betteredge.com backslash five reasons. Want to see you guys on there. Have a good night, everybody.
2: Thank you for listening to the Five
0: on the floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.